This podcast is proudly supported by Baseballism, an all-baseball-related apparel and cloning company for baseball people. Check them out at Baseballism.com. It's America's brand. Welcome to the ANA Sports Podcast, Sports Talk, with your hosts, Anthony Cortez and Alex Ashley. And Kevin! Oh yeah, and Kevin Rowe. Two guys that pretend they know what they're talking Pretty much. All right, boys, let's <laughs> rock it. A week off. We had a week off. I don't know. I wasn't mad I at it. I enjoyed the rodeo. How was up? Huh? How was up? It was good. Was it? That's good. All we do is the petting zoo and then just go to the rodeo. It was good. I always like going to the stock show part. Yeah. I like seeing the animals. Yeah, that's cool. Y'all got any llamas back there? <laughs> llamas need to get pet or what? <laughs> Dude, they had some mean goats. Like, or I don't know if you call them goats. Cult. Are mean, man. Goats yeah. are. I was about to say goats are mean, kind yeah. of in general. There was there were some mean ones in the in the uh, actual petting whatever mm-hmm. the petting zoo. Yeah, hopped on us a few times after they just all just wanted food, but they're like, hey guy, like calm down. Right, you're gonna get yours. Settle down. Settle. Everybody feels they own the world. Yeah, honestly, just because those fuckers can climb. Seriously, dude. All of a sudden, they think they're high on the hill. Man. True story. My dad bought two goats when we were kids just so they could cut the grass, or just so they could eat the grass. Smart. Yeah. 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 It's a free then you got to deal with the goat shit. So. And then they walked all <laughs> over the cars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I'll do that. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Not a bad idea. Chickens seem pretty, pretty reasonable though to own. Really? In my opinion. Yeah. How much are they? Oh, not that much. But you build a little coop for them, and then. What's a ballpark for? I think it depends. Okay. Probably. Okay. Do you know why there are no... So, you know, like, chicken coops have, like, four... Like, two doors, right? Like, there's the... Yeah. End, do you know why they only have two doors? I don't. Because if they had four, it'd be a chicken sedan. <laughs> <laughs> and the dad jokes start already. <laughs> yes. <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome back. We're Alex, Anthony, and Kevin. Forgot our name. I was like, did you forget forgot, your name? I forgot my <laughs> name. I was going to say you were... <laughs> <laughs> That's how long it's been for me. <laughs> like I'm Alex. This is yeah, talking about out of touch, man. <laughs> Jesus, what are those goats do? Who to am you? I? Where am I? Where am right. I? What year is it? What is life, really? What is life, dude? Names are just labels. <laughs> we are on our sports podcast of the fan, by the fan, and for the fan. Oh, for yelling. For yelling as well. Apparently, sorry, that was loud. It was loud in my ears <laughs> too. Out. Sorry. I was <laughs> taking a drink of water. Turn this man. down a little bit. <laughs> sorry, Kev. <laughs> All right, boys, let's get to it. Some highlights. We've got a lot to get to today, first of all. A lot of... Kev, I don't want to talk about the Astros either, but we have to. Uh-huh. <laughs> you got a dad joke for, the, for highlights or no? Oh, my chicken coop wasn't enough for you? <laughs> just read. Just, I don't want to talk about it. Just read. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Uh, happy birthday, first of all, to Michael Jordan. The Hall of Famer turns 57 as of today. This is not when it comes out. This is today, Monday, February 16th. Today is the 16th. 17th. 17th, thank you. And also, happy birthday to our co-host. Oh. I was like, Kevin? No. <laughs> it's in a couple days. It's in a couple days, it's but it'll, it'll be your birthday when this comes out, so happy birthday. Thanks, man. Big Thanks. two, wh- how old are you? 28? 27. 27. 27. 20, fuck you. I don't care. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. You fucking 27. Child. 27. Ugh. Tim Duncan, Kobe Bryant, Kevin Garnett, and Tamika 
catchings, all named finalists for the Basketball Hall of Fame in 2020. All finalists need 18 of 24 votes to get in. Bravo to all. They'll all get in. I was about to say, yeah, I'm, 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 I would almost put money on the fact that everybody in this group is going to get in. Yeah. Anybody go unanimous? Were there other, were there other names on that list? <sighs> I assume there were more. Yeah. yeah. I think those are the four highlighted ones. And right. They will all make it in. Right. Kobe's going unanimous. Yeah. Especially after what's so going outside on. Outside of oh, Kobe. Yeah. Do you think like Timmy goes unanimous? I, Tim I might. hope Timmy goes unanimous. But do you think he will? Not yeah. hope. Do you think he will? Yes. I do. He should. He's yes. got five championships. He's got two MVPs. He's got, was it, three finals MVPs? Yes. I think if anybody on this list who might two. not. Kevin Garnett, be Kevin. I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't think he might will go unanimous. But I think Tim will because he's considered... One of the best, if not the best, power forward mm-hmm. of all time. Right. Yes. Fair enough. Uh, Giovanni Reina scores in one of Germany's top soccer tournaments. He becomes the youngest player to do so at the year of 17 years old and 82 days. I also believe he's an American. That's cool. Which I think is pretty slick. That's cool. I just love seeing more and more Americans doing big things overseas in the soccer world. Oh. What's the last one? Oh, my turn. Sorry. Portland Trailblazers uh, own Damian Lillard. Lillard? Created, uh, creates 444 points over the last six games, most in a six-game stretch ever. And I just learned this, literally, as we started ta- as we started taping. Created means he did not score all those points. He either made or assisted on those points. Is that correct? Right? Correct. So, yeah. you know, he scored, you know, a couple hundred of them, and then off of assists, all of those points scored off of assists together combined comes up with 444, which is the most ever over a six-game period, even breaking Wilt Chamberlain's previous record of 415. Basically, okay. same as hockey. Points are both goals and assists, Correct. which are also separate stats as well. Gotcha. Correct. So, it counts. It counts. Right. So, yeah, those are the some main highlights. Let's and share this. I guess move into some topics. There was a lot of stuff that happened that was highlight worthy. Yeah. 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 But we're giving you the yeah, cliff notes. Correct. And even then, a lot of the stuff that's highlight worthy was also more than likely stuff that we should just talk about. Correct. Considering, yes. let's even get into this one before we get into the rest of it. But let's talk about the XFL. Yeah. Because that's that was... So, unfortunately, I didn't get to watch too terribly much of it, uh, live at least. I did get to see some of the highlights. I went back and yeah. watched some some replays and stuff, and, you know, I, I kind of watched some stuff. And by all accounts, from everything I've seen, heard, read, from other, you know, sources, um, it seemed to go exceptionally well. It it sold more tickets than the AAF did. Like, their season sold more than the AAF did already, tickets-wise. Fair enough. So, they're generating more revenue. Did they already. actually get that number? Because I heard that it was about equal in the week one. Broadcast. Just over broadcast. Okay. Yeah. See, I was looking at like the attendance numbers I was gonna say, and I knew what they, they were, were talking good. about. It was about equal with the first week of. I think. Well, actually, I XFL think it, to AFL. It might have been opening right. weekend. Okay. Just yeah. the but weekend opening weekend makes perfect sense because I don't know if the full numbers have come out from week right. two, and that was going to be the big determining factor. Is okay. The initial. This is brand new. Let's check this shit out. Is gone. So let's see right. what happens in week two. Yeah. Now I know you're going to get some inflated numbers with like Seattle opens their was it was their home opening this week. 
the which apparently had, uh, attributed for a lot of the ratings. Apparently, they said like a major, like a 20, 50 percent of some ratings from the XFL weekend, at least viewership, like as far as television goes, came from Seattle. Really? Which, which makes sense because they are a sport town. Yep. And all you know they well, they, all they have is a shitty baseball team and football. Right. You know, I mean, <laughs> they have a great soccer team too. Like well, one of the best soccer. We're talking teams. like major three sports. If you talk about the major three, even going to Forks, they don't have a hockey team either. I was like, it's one of the major ones. No, no, they no, are no, the no. most successful. I okay, you understand that? Trying to start a fight. Their soccer team sold out CenturyLink before their football team did. Right. Okay. Let's talk about which sports are being broadcasted on national TV more. It's all of them: football, <laughs> baseball. Basketball are your top three. Okay. You can't tell me soccer is in those top three for national broadcast. It's on every... It didn't, okay, we're no, no, not no, no, talking no. about that. National it's broadcast on. on major networks. Moving on. They're moving on ESPN, on. but we're moving on. Moving on. We're moving on. We're not talking about that. <laughs> Fox. They're ABC. on Fox. They're on Kevin. all of them. They're on all no. of them, Kevin. Look it up. <laughs> moving okay. on. Anyway. Um, LA was another one that had their home opener this weekend, so that mm-hmm. was another big one, but... Overall, I don't know the attendance numbers from week two. Those haven't really been released yet or talked about, or I just haven't seen them. I haven't seen so, them either. I know there's, like, predictions. Like, they said, like, the Battle Hawks were supposed to sell, like, 28,000 tickets or something like that for their home opener. Which oh, wow. I believe is next week Correct. for them. So. Correct. Who so are the like, Battle Hawks? Uh, St. Louis. St. Louis. Yeah. Which is huge for St. Louis because, I mean, they, they don't have a, a football team they anymore, got a team and they're back. actually going to be playing in the same stadium that the St. Louis mm-hmm. Rams played in. So mm-hmm. that's going to be cool. And it got popular enough, quick enough, that like there are other cities already registering domain names for uh, teams. Like Philadelphia did. There's some talks about San Antonio maybe even getting one again. Um, a lot of people are thinking that like... San Antonio would be nice, but I don't see it happening before other cities just because there's already two in Texas. True, and I agree. I'm not. I agree with that. Um, and I would love for it because I would love for it to come back. Attendance too. wise, yeah, San Antonio was San the Antonio best. had the best attendance yeah. of any of the teams in the AAF. Yeah, so, so I don't it see why makes it wouldn't. Perfect sense why they would want to come here. Right. But again, like cities it. like Philadelphia would want a, a team first. I guarantee you, there's some teams in the Midwest, probably like Denver, that would want one too, mm-hmm. because there's not a whole lot in that Midwest area. Right. I was gonna say, I hope Chicago they to places that aren't. Already don't already have a team, you know what I'm saying? Or at least not within a super close area. See, that's why one reason I think XFL is going to succeed is because they have picked locations mm-hmm. that are already proven right. in NFL. Yeah, right. Tampa, New York, Washington D.C., Houston, Dallas, L.A., Seattle. All those teams have NFL teams, or all those cities have NFL teams. Right. The only one that didn't is Seattle, or I'm sorry, uh, St. St. Louis, Louis, but. They've been football hungry for a while because right. they had a team. Right. Why did they move in the first place? Why did the Rams Money. move? Was that Money. what it was? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Because I don't remember. I remember them moving, but I can't remember what the the cause was. You know what I'm saying? Of the highlights in the games that y'all have watched, what do you think of the play? It's football. It's cool. I ha- I've i been actually trying to catch some of like the innovations, like the, the new setup plays and all that, but I haven't been able to. What are this? Some of the like, well, let's talk about the rules in a second. But overall, like the actual skill set and what you've seen from the actual play of the of the players, uh, how do you think it compares to NFL? It does not. It does not, in my opinion, compare. They 
And it might just because it's week one and they haven't had as much time to like gel and practice and get together. It's and week two now. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Right. And it is week two now. Um, but no, I, I, from what I saw in my opinion, which is obviously expert and professional, um, I would say that they are probably really good college teams. Uh, yeah. I was about to say they're probably like they could be in the top 25 college teams, maybe. But they're not they, – they, they don't, in my opinion – individual players might. Individual players might be able to play on some NFL teams. But, like, as a whole, no. I, I think that they're more closer related to, like, college teams than they are to pro And I got teams. another question for you in a second, but I want to see your take on the play first. That's what it felt like to me. Like okay. Some of it watching college football. That's what it felt like. Okay. One of the hot takes this past week was uh, who would win – LSU's championship yeah. team, or they were saying Tampa Bay Vipers, but I'm I'm still not sold on them. Yeah, no, let's they were trash that game. Let's go DC Defenders or Houston Roughnecks, the two undefeated teams in the XFL right now. Mm-hmm. LSU wins. You if think they so? had their championship team? It, yes, like a yeah. championship yeah. team. All the players, okay. yes, all the players back. Everybody's back against one of the current XFL teams. LSU wins. That offense, that the team knows each other. This team, granted, they may know each other, but they don't know each other as well as LSU does. It's just and that was one of the arguments, and it was probably the <coughs> fairest point for LSU. I was like, yeah, I, I would think if 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 we're debating between, because there's always that, you know, oh, who would win? You know, the the Crimson Tide or the Dolphins? You're like, you take the best college team and put them against the worst pro team but then the argument for that is like look they are professionals they are handpicked because they are the best at this it's not just good individual players in college who are playing and maybe winning games for the team so it's hard to say oh a college team would win in this case i would say the college team would win because they're more established they're more known they have a better setup right now these guys are kind of picking from who they can a little i would actually say the xfl would win and i don't care either the Roughnecks or Defenders, because mm-hmm. both of them have great quarterback play right now, mm-hmm. it's not going to compare to Joe Burrow. Because he's going to be in an NFL and maybe an elite player in the mm-hmm. NFL. But you're looking at the talent level from the XFL and comparing it to that college team. Okay, you get that top tier in the college team, LSU, mm-hmm. that's going to be better than them because they're going to the NFL. Mm-hmm. But the whole team's not going to the NFL. Then you have that middle tier, which is about equal to what you have your XFL team at. Because you get those team players that aren't necessarily good enough to make it to the 53-man roster of an X, uh, X, uh, uh, NFL team that are going to make it to these other lower leagues like the Canadian League, like the AAF last year, and then the European XFL. Yeah, exactly. The, those players that want to keep playing professionally but aren't cut out for the NFL. Mm-hmm. And then also you have that bottom tier on the college team that's just not good enough for Texas anything. State. No, Ones that, <laughs> that don't really have aspirations for sports. They want to be academic, or, mm-hmm. and they want to go into whatever field they actually went to school for, which I'm not trying to dog on in any way. Have fun. Do what you want to do. Great. Good on you. But that, I think, brings down LSU just a little bit more. I think the talent level being more equal in the XFL means they can gel better. And you're not relying on your superstars or your middle tier to make plays for you because you have multiple players in that same level that can make plays for you. That's fair. Fair point, yeah. 
I understand, but if you were to put him up against like right now, I would still pick only only because again, there's more time. Football is a very cohesive game. There are eleven guys on defense who have to cover the entire field. I think that Brady, Burrow, and those three NFL caliber wide receivers would be able to. I think it would be close. Like I'm not saying, but I think just because right now these guys are still kind of learning a little bit how to play with each other. Now, if you drop down to like that ten slot, you start looking at like your Penn States, your uh, Wisconsin's, your like that's a different story. Yeah, exactly. I think then, yeah, you start to look at the roughnecks and 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 these guys okay. really making like i mean i was even listening to another show and they're like like top 20 i think they said that one to like 24 would beat any xfl team and i didn't agree with that so much. no i don't agree with that either i don't agree with that so much they're like you know you get down to your last four guys and then you're like well maybe and i was like no no and again only because again these guys were able to be at that professional level, they just weren't NFL caliber. And if these guys are NFL caliber, they'd be playing in the NFL. They wouldn't pick the XFL mm-hmm. over the NFL. Let's talk some of the new rules then. Because, I mean, we're never going to know the answer to that. It's just right. one hy- hypothetical right. more than anything. Yeah. So, we know so now y'all know where we stand on that. So what do y'all feel on the rules? Or some of the changes that they have in the XFL that are different from the NFL that I like are pretty the- damn cool or just are, what the fuck were you thinking? Right. I like the fourth and fifteen on uh, getting in place of the uh, onside, onside kick. kick because mm-hmm. the onside kick is just—I mean, what like there's no point. It very rarely works anymore. I mean, there's no point to doing it. It's just, hey, let's give the let's give this team that wants the ball back fourth and fifteen or fourth and yeah fourth and fifteen. Mm-hmm. If you can make it, awesome. You get to keep the ball. If you can't, sorry. I like that. Yeah, and it's the XFL, uh, the AAF had a similar rule mm-hmm. too. So yeah. And, I yeah. think that was a good rule. I yeah. think it's. I, I like think it's that. interesting what they're doing with the kickoff. They're. They're. I like the kickoff. I do too. Yeah. I do too. I do too. I said I like the kickoff. You said I do too. I said I do too. That didn't make sense. Yeah. Well, but, I'm, but yeah, I do three. <laughs> right. And anyway. so the kicker's by himself, and then the they're lined up like ten yards away from each other. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I like that rule though because I think it will really, really. And the best thing about it is they can't move until after the returner. Touches the ball, mm-hmm. or after it's bounced and hit the ground the second time. I was like, I think it's twice. Yeah, twice? if it hits Damn. if it hits the ground twice, then they can run. Right. So I'm assuming they're trying to limit contact or limit injuries. Right. Okay. Yes, that's the whole yeah. reason yeah. behind it. They want to eliminate injuries. I think it was really smart though. Yeah, I, I uh, like that rule. That's getting a, these uh, instead of getting these players 30 yards head start and just dead sprint into uh-huh. each other, and yeah. then all the kinds of blocks that you can do all that, like the wedge blocking, the line block, like that. You can hurt people. You know yeah. I mean? yeah. Um, so I think that was good. But on the flip side, though, the thing that I saw that I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit like, uh, and I know one of the, this is one of the reasons that people are really attracted to the XFL, is the little, the, some of the lax rules when it comes to tackling. I feel like there's going to be some issues with that at some point with people getting hurt. Because they were oh they were good for the big hit, but some of those big hits in the NFL probably would have been called for targeting or something along. You know what I'm saying? Like it it would have been like you know, some personal fouls, some stuff like that. Which again is some one of the reasons people are so attracted to it. People think the NFL is getting really soft. You know, if, if a player even or a defensive lineman even blows on a quarterback, like 
breeze as he walks past him. Like they, you know, throw, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's, the those have gotten out of control. Right, and I agree. Like they have, but I think that's not something that was so out of control that they needed to change entirely. Like on the XFL. Yeah. Because especially as we're seeing more and more players having you know CTE issues, having these issues um, with concussions and things like that, I'm watching the XFL and I'm like that. That guy's gonna get hurt, and he's gonna stay hurt. You mm. know what I mean? So I do think there needs to be some some pullback just a little bit on some of these hits, um, just especially when it comes to being hit in the head. That's my biggest fear. Other than that, I thought the play was great though, as far as like the defensive and some of the rules they changed on the offense. Like it was fine. I had no problem. But I'm like, Oof. what were some of the new or what are some of the uh, the other role changes and things? So one of the other fun ones that I liked was. Uh, no more coffin corners mm-hmm. for the punt. Mm-hmm. No more what? Coffin, coffin corners. corners. So basically a punter can try to avoid the kick returner altogether and try to pin them inside their five by just hitting it out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the way XFL works is if the ball goes out of bounds, the returning team gets the ball, I believe, at the 35. What was it 35? <coughs> 35 it was or, further up 35 field, or 45. Yeah. Or... Whichever is furthest downfield. Right. So if the ball goes out of bounds at the 50, you're going you're gonna to get, get at the 50. 50. But if it's anywhere inside toward the goal line or if it gets the touchback mm-hmm. and gets to it's the end zone, far up the field. it's like 35 or 45. They're so what they're trying to do is incentivizing, incentivizing going for it on fourth down. Mm-hmm. Or, or you better fucking really trust your punter and return team to nail it down within the five. Which week one there was an incredible one and the team fucked it up. For oh him. Did yeah, you see that? I did. Pat yeah. McAfee oh was my livid. God. Was Unless hilarious. your punter saves you with a perfect kick, what, <laughs> what are you is he doing? doing? What are you doing? <laughs> I was like, lol. <laughs> I was like, ah. <laughs> that was classic. I saw that for sure. Uh, that was awesome. But yeah, so I mean, and the thing for me too, as I was kind of watching these games, is it looked professional. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The AAF yeah. looked kind of amateur. Because I, still I think it was think a little that bit. Some rushed. of this looks amateur, and I think it does too. But like, and which yeah, looks more professional? My, my, well, yeah, right. But my biggest point on this is so many interceptions, mm-hmm. so many fumbles, right. so many missed tackles, mm-hmm. so many blown coverages that lead to these big plays. The only offense that have really been happening in these games is blown coverage right. passes fifty yards downfield because shit, somebody just blew something right. So it's those little technical things that really separate the NFL for me is the quarterbacks are misreading and throwing a lot of interceptions. They're not holding on to the ball. The defenders aren't tackling, and they're blowing coverages left and right. And I think that'll they, if they work clean those out, but if they clean those up, then yeah, this is a great league. Well, and when I said professional, I didn't necessarily mean like the play per se, but like. The announcers, the cameras, the referees, the equipment. The best thing that I think the NFL needs to implement immediately is that transparency with the officials during their replay review. Mm-hmm. That is incredible. I love that I so much. I liked that. You know what I didn't like, though? Hearing I the offensive was, coordinator and the coach. Well, not even so much I that as that much as talking to the quarterback on the sideline. That, for some reason, irritated me. What? what 
Oh, like they were right like, after like a right. interception. After or whatever. something happened, they were in the face of the quarterback. Like, hey, sir, sir. like what happened? Oh the fuck? yeah, interviews like, like on the spot. Don't. I would rather them give him like space. Yeah, yes. don't don't, don't yeah. good or bad. Like kind of back back up a little bit from the player. Yeah, referees fine, coaches fine, offense coordinator, defense. I don't give a shit. But the at least the players don't. I, my brain says don't make them lose focus. You know what I'm saying? If all of a sudden they're more worried about what they're gonna say after yeah. their interview, then you know what I mean. I got you. What do you think yeah. of the what do you think of the cameras in the locker rooms, half times and all that? Yeah. Man. I still think that should be like again, kind of get out of there. Let, yeah, I mean it should be a sanctuary. I think it should be a sanctuary. Right. That's yeah. I kind of agree. It's a safe space. Yeah. yeah. Which you know, until you open up for press or whatever. But not right. constant like I don't mind it because it just gives you an inside look, but yeah. I mean there's But that. that's very McMahon of him though yeah you know what I'm saying that's very very yes you know UFC or uh, WWE you see the guys in the locker room like yes. getting whatever like that that makes sense that they're doing that but it's eh. so their space yeah it's called halftime for a reason right let give them, them let them have their time right yeah. it is interesting though I mean it's cool it's it, but it's I can see why people like it right but yeah. I can also see the downside of it you know as an athlete I can see why I would an athlete would, they would get annoyed, annoyed. exactly yeah. yes yeah so, initial reactions for XFL. Yes, no, maybe. Yes, I'm going to pay attention to what's going on moving forward. No, I really don't care. If it gets better, sure, whatever. Or Let's do it like this. Or maybe as in jury style, I'll let you know. Okay, and then also add one more thing to it. Give it a grade, a letter grade. Okay. Yeah. An overall letter grade. Um, if I'm being honest, mm-hmm. probably not. I won't care no? too much. Okay. Um. So far, and this is like just looking at it, just at a glance, not even really fully paying attention. Uh, a B? B? B. You know, it's been successful so far. Playing in where the Rangers played is really interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, B, I hope it succeeds. It's giving people jobs. It's giving guys another opportunity to play, all that stuff, but... You probably won't watch. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, so, I'm I'm gonna pay attention to it because it's a sport and that's for the show stake. Yeah. You know. I mean, you know like but I, yeah. Do I care? Or no. Right. So, like, am I gonna pay attention to it? Yeah. Sure. Like, first sure. I'm gonna keep up with it. I'm not gonna be like as vested as I am maybe like an NFL or MLS or you know NBA or MLB whatever. Oh, so but I'll keep up with it. But you know, much as I kept up with the AAF. You know, yeah. like I couldn't tell you really who played, like exactly. names, but like except I know for the Bob Seeds is coaching the Dallas team. That's about it, right? And he's coaching his old quarterback, which <laughs> that's kind of cool. Yeah, but you know, what I'm so like I'll, I'll keep I'll keep up with it. I'm not going to be invested in it yet, um, but I'll keep up with it. And I would say B plus, and that's because I think that it will end up succeeding, um, at least as a different version of football to some degree like i think it'll work i think it'll work a little bit better than the aaf i don't know if it's going to last forever Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's going to be an nfl type situation where it keeps going but i can see the potential in it so i'll give it a b plus i'll let you give your answer first and then i I just have one more thought yes i mean i've been invested probably from the beginning uh, I don't know a whole lot of the players' names, but I'm learning more of them as I'm going. I'm not necessarily watching all of them live, mm-hmm. 
but I am catching all the highlights. I have the XFL app. I've been keeping track with the scores. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been trying to stay pretty up to date with it. Mm-hmm. So I would say yes, I'm going to keep watching and going for it because shit, I love sports. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So, yeah, and I, I know y'all do too. I'm not saying y'all don't, but like I'll keep uh, up with it pretty much for that reason. Yeah. But it's another form of football, and I like football. So. And that's it's football. People are going to watch. People are going to go to the games because it's it's another sport. Mm-hmm. It's something to watch. And it's football. Yeah. Exactly. It's a matter of can it succeed? And I think that's on the XFL. If XFL right. has taken care of all their shit, then sure. Yeah. You know, I'm not, we're not going to point any blames at AAF or anything, but you know that happened because it happened. Yeah. XFL, if they have taken care of their shit. Like I said, it probably has a good chance of succeed. Succeed. Yeah. Succeeding. Yeah, my grade I would put it at a B plus or an A minus right there. Like I said, if they clean up those little things, mm-hmm. I, I mean they're they'll be golden as far as like the quality of play and mm-hmm. and just okay. Here's a random competition. So. No, oh, do you think it'll have any negative impacts to either to other sports? No. Like, How do, do you, you think, think that would have a negative impact? Like, maybe people stop viewing other sports and start watching that one instead. Like, maybe players start foregoing going to the NFL to play in the XFL because they like the rules better. Like, do you I think it'll have that. negative effects? No. I can see that. No. You don't think so? No. Because these mean, quarterbacks in the XFL are making hundreds of thousands of dollars. Quarterbacks in the NFL are making tens of millions of dollars. Fair. That's true. I mean, the money is just so much lopsided in the way in the NFL. It's not going to steal players away from the NFL. Well, but if they're pl- if they start being able to pay know, more man. to the players, different desires for different guys. You know, some guys want to play. You in the would NFL. have to really grow that league to where they're selling out all of these stadiums every game. Fair. Yeah. And to have sponsorships, the, yeah, TV marketability mm-hmm. to be able to do that, and they don't have that yet. Fair yeah. enough. If could it grow to that at some point? I doubt it, mm-hmm. but it's possible. And they've shown more promise than the AAF to be able to do something like that. But I, I don't ever see it affecting the NFL negatively. If anything, it'll affect it positively. Fair enough. And I'll give you an example. P.J. Walker, the quarterback for the Roughnecks, just in his first two weeks alone, if he continues what he's been doing for the entire season, mm-hmm. he's going to get an NFL job. Maybe as a backup, but he's going like, to get a maybe, job. Maybe, though. Because that's the one that Andrew Lux. Yes. Andrew, yeah, he asked his uh, his dad to help him out with that, right? To get him a job? Uh, he basically vouched for him, saying, hey, you guys want this team. You, right. got, you guys want this player. Uh, he wasn't the quarterback that was assigned to the Roughnecks because every XFL team was assigned a quarterback, and, it, and the Roughnecks was Connor Cook, a uh, mm-hmm. former backup Ugh. for the Oakland Raiders and. Played a few games and yeah, never really stuck. Yeah, he was not even. I didn't even. PJ like Walker he was, was the State. basically the stats leader for uh, Tulane, and mm-hmm. pretty much every statistical category for uh, quarterback play. But he never really had the NFL prospects mm-hmm. to make it to the NFL. Uh, but I guess there was some of that X factor mm-hmm. for the XFL, right? <laughs> That Andrew Luck said, "Hey, get this guy, get this guy." And sure enough, in that quarterback battle in the preseason, he won it. And sh- right now, he looks like the MVP of the league. Yeah. So we'll see. Hopefully, best of so luck we'll to see. them. Yeah, best of luck to them. It's football, man. People want to watch football. Yep. Some quick NBA All Star thoughts. 
Did y'all watch a lot of it? Did y'all see? I saw yeah. I saw the last round of the pieces. dunk contest, and I saw the fourth quarter of the actual game. So I got to watch. Or no, that's a lie. I saw a little bit of the third quarter and, and all of the fourth quarter. So I watched the second and third quarters, and then I didn't see the fourth quarter because I stopped watching. But And then I saw the end of the dunk contest also. Which one do y'all want to talk about first? I don't care. Let's talk about the dunk contest. Okay. Okay. Because that shit is exploding right now. <laughs> Everybody and their mom is like gassed up about this whole ordeal, which I can understand. Like, I get it. Yeah. I get it too. Like, I get it. If you love basketball the way, you know, we love baseball. Right. I get like, it. Like, I get it. But at the same time, like, <clears throat> I also don't on some level. <laughs> but here's why, though. So, for those of you who didn't watch, for those of you who, who, who might not know what I'm talking about, there is a belief that a player was robbed of a second dunk contest trophy. Aaron Gordon. Correct, Aaron, Aaron Gordon. Gordon. That he was robbed of that trophy, and it was given to the other gentleman. Jones Jr. I don't um, remember his first name. but David? Yeah. But they essentially, they think it no, was by mistake. And I've heard a couple different thoughts behind it, and this, that, and the other. But here's my big thing. So, number one, everybody was saying that it was a mathematical error on the judge's part. Because what they were trying to do is keep it tied. Oh. Uh, so that I they could that. be more done. I, I, I hate the scoring system, but that's, yeah. Which, I was like, step number one, no. That's bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you are intentionally rigging it to have more dunks, there's an issue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if you I mean, that's what dunks, they were doing. Right. That seems to be exactly what they were doing, which is fine, but it's also not. You know what I mean? You should have a set. If it's a true contest. Derek Jones Jr. There, there. Derek Jones. Cool. Thank you, dude. That's close. Yeah. If I knew there's it was a D. set number of dunks to prove who the best one is, then that's how you prove it. As opposed to like, oh, well, we don't know. And then like 40 dunks later. Yeah. Like kind of at this point, everybody's gassed out. Nobody gives a shit. So you pick a winner. Yeah. So bad math. And then I've also heard that. The way they set it up. The, the, here's the thing that gets me. What's his nuts dunked over Taco Falls? Aaron Gordon. Apparently, he didn't even clear him, but that alone should have won him the contest, is what the belief is. Jumping over somebody who is seven foot six and dunking the ball should have been to many the clear favorite. Right, the 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 winner. Yeah. But apparently, he wasn't as impressive for the rest of his dunks. That I, Junior was better at the rest of them. He yeah, just didn't clear somebody who's seven foot six. I didn't see all the. The dunks, point so. is, it the last two dunks, and because that's what the score came down to, because they were in a dunk off. The so la- it came down to the last two dunks, and the last one for Aaron Gordon was that uh, jump over Taco Fall. The last one for Derek Jones Junior was attempting a one-handed tomahawk slam from. The free throw while well, he was, was about the, six inches inside the free throw line mm-hmm. or whatever. That was his last one, right? That was his last one. Yeah. So I can Which, see how people thought mm-hmm. he was robbed because, okay, it's kind of impressive that he jumped over a guy that's six foot, uh, seven foot six. However, Whom he also again, didn't clear. Exactly. Again, he didn't clear him. Cleanly. Right. Clean. And then the other he thing caught for the me ball, is... His nuts were all over the back of the guy's neck, yeah. and he right. basically landed on top of him. Taco balls. I don't think that's clearing him yeah. technically. We're not like, making a lot Now, don't of get me right wrong. Now. Aaron Gordon's got some fucking hops, man. Yeah. My to vertical get up is like high, four. You know what I mean? I mean, my nuts would have maybe hit his ass, but. <laughs> Bro, I'd hit the back of his calf. Like, 
like the top of his calf muscle. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. So, I mean, getting up that high is still fucking impressive. But, but yeah. I don't think the duck itself was that impressive. Right. If this were a vertical contest, then I mean, give him the dude the trophy. It's like you have to dunk over somebody now. Now, Derek Jones you know Jr., I mean? like, a couple of dunks before that, though, jumped over a guy himself. Mm-hmm. Now, it wasn't Taco Fall. It wasn't anybody but seven foot tall. I mean, this guy may thing. have been about six foot, six foot six or something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jumped him, cleared him. Put the ball through his, through his, his legs, legs, and then a one-handed jam versus right. Aaron Gordon's two. I think he should have won it based on that one alone. I, yeah, and that's kind of my thought. I was like, he was better the rest of the time. Yeah, your one dunk that you didn't even really do cleanly, like that doesn't win. A, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like, how I does that? You, work? I lost interest in the dunk contest ever since Blake Griffin's. Dunk over car. That was the last, yeah. probably good dunk contest we've ever seen. Apparently, people like, think this one was. I mean, it's and there like, has not been a truly fantastic dunker since Carter, probably Vince Carter. Since Vince Carter. Mm-hmm. So like, in the last twenty years, well, Gordon is good though. Gordon like, he is, is good. good. Yeah, Gordon's is good. good. Yeah, I mean. but show me something different, right? Yeah. Please. How do you do that? Get though, at some, some level. That's what I'm saying, dude. It's like at this point, like. Now, granted, we sit here like do something different, and we're like home run derby, huh? Exactly, like, exactly. There's nothing different about it. They've been I doing it Aaron the same Gordon's way. Since a couple years <laughs> ago, time. where he, I think he jumped over a mascot on like a hoverboard or whatever, and then had like a drone that did something too. So right. I mean, though, okay, that's you're getting more creative, but they still weren't impressive, really dunks. But I don't know. I feel like. <sighs> No, no, we're not making a whole lot of friends right now, Isaiah. I know. I know. I'm sure everybody hates us right now. But But it's like, I was more interested in the three competition. Leaving, I didn't see the three at all. Leaving from the inside, just the inside free throw line, like we've seen that before. Mm -hmm. Dunking over someone, we've seen that before. Mm -hmm. Going in between your legs, tomahawk, whatever, we've seen that before. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like, I mean, sure, I was reacting like, ooh, like, because shit. Like, Oh, damn. I, I it's impressive nonetheless. I realized it's impressive. Oh, it's yeah. not easy no to question. do. But, you know, there's that, you know, small second of like, oh, this shit, that was cool. But we've seen it before. Right. You just made it look better. Better, probably. Ish. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. yeah. Different. You made it look different, so, but it's the same thing. I don't know, dude. You uh, know what would be cool, though? I thought about this. I would love to see, instead of having like one all star game or like a dunk contest or whatever, I would love to see like a three on three tournament. Between like the best players, so you pick like the top player. Nobody's from, gonna like, do it. You can't even get the best players to do the damn dunk contest. Watch the big Fair. three, dude. Yeah, but that's different. I'm talking about like <laughs> NBA players. Closest three on thing three you're gonna, the closest thing you get is the Rising Stars Challenge, yeah. right? Yeah, or World versus whatever. Well, that's what it is. It's World versus right. USA, and it's the rookies versus and sophomores of the league that mm. are going against each other. Yeah, but I mean, I wouldn't mind them going two on two. Or to go in one on one. Oh, did you see that Zion fucking bent the rim in that game? Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking Ja yeah. Morant did a jump did. Bounce, bounce pass to a, a Zion Williamson for an alley oop dunk, and he fucking bent the rim. Didn't see it. That was impressive. I believe yeah. it, though. Dude's. Big. If he fucking did that in a dunk contest, I would be impressed and be like, oh, that's the next Vince Carter. Ah. Yeah. yeah, shatter a backboard, and Thank then you. we'll talk. Like, shatter a backboard and then... Pull a shack on us. Come on. Right. <laughs> Go shack diesel on Shit. us. Shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Like, that would be impressive. He might have to gain, like, 100 pounds or so, but, like, fuck it. <laughs> he's already big, bro. He's I don't know. Big. He's pretty big. He's a big That's cat. That's why he fucking yeah. bent the rim. Yeah. He's a big cat. <laughs> that was That's all for sure. his weight. I don't know if he needs to gain any more weight. He's pretty fucking big. He's a big boy. <laughs> uh, any thoughts on the actual game? I I honestly don't have any idea what I was going on. I didn't watch the game, to be honest. With, well, I don't know what was going on with the scoring. The scoring just completely. So, so the scoring it was the first to 24... In all four. No, 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 no. So the first three quarters, it was each individual quarters were for charity. So whichever team scored the most points in each quarter won money for oh, a charity. Okay. okay. And then the fourth quarter comes, and you're out all the points from the first three, and the team with the highest score, you add 24 to that to make a target score for the fourth quarter. That's Got what it. happened. Okay. So the first one to get to that target score, which in this case was 157, won the game. Got it. And okay. Team LeBron won by two. Yeah. yeah. It was like Which, 157, 155. In the most yeah. anticlimactic way ever with yeah. a free throw. Right. <laughs> a walk-off free throw. If you're going to do it that way. I like the fact that you're doing walk-offs. That yeah. is fucking cool. But a but, free throw. <laughs> yeah. You need to end it on an actual field goal, not a free throw. That's the only That's the only criticism I have. I didn't mind it too terribly much. And at least in the fourth quarter, guys seemed to be trying. Yeah, they were, you know. Like, that was cool yeah. to yeah, see. Yeah, there were actually bit. offensive right. fouls. There was defense being played. Exactly. People were taking charges. People were getting bit. Like, it, I was like, oh, like. They made it fuck, more competitive. So, bet. good on you, NBA. Yeah, like, finally well making your all star yeah. game competitive. Well done. But other than that, it know. was intense. You know, they were they were actually playing for it. They were, yeah, it was good. They were playing for something finally. Oh, yeah. Which was nice to see. So, but eh. again, it's just not my thing. Like, exactly. I don't really care too terribly much. I'm glad they have the weekend. I'm glad people enjoy it. Exactly. Everybody's having fun. No reason to be a party pooper. But like, I was seeing things. I think it's kind of like we said before when we brought up the All Star game with the MLB back right. during the All Star break, was, right. which was more fun. And I think we all still unanimously agree it's right. the MLB. I was hearing some talks that you know, oh, NBA's got the best All Star game, but. I think they got the best. Maybe I'm not going to get mad overall. about it because that's everybody's I, opinion. I think they have the best known All Star game as correct. far as who's playing. Yeah, like not everybody can tell you all the starters on the NBA or the MLB baseball no, because team. Because not enough people watch yeah. baseball, right? Or yeah. you know, even and not in not a whole lot of people even watch because basketball was like the third, maybe fourth rated viewership of the of all the major sports. Like it's not the biggest, but. Everybody knows who's playing. Is it fair to say all three are popularity contests for the most part? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. In the NBA, no doubt about it. It's a popularity oh, yeah, because it's always yeah, going to be LeBron sure. and right now uh, Giannis as your right. team captains, which, by the way, I hate that shit, too. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I don't mind it as much because then there's at least some parody. Like, just, if all the players are in the West, what the fuck is the East going to do? I just honestly don't care. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, it's just uh, do whatever. Like, see, I don't know. I would say no, not all of them, because as much as baseball, some of it is a, a popular contest, there is also the clubhouse votes. So okay. I think that kind of eliminates yeah. some of that popular. And then in the NFL, um, because they play before the before the Super Bowl, but after the season, not everybody who got voted in actually plays. Yeah. So you get like these other guys who kind of come in. Like Austin Hooper was a pro bowler. And do you even know who he plays for? No. He plays for the Falcons. Atlanta, yeah. Yeah. But if I were but that's kind of my point. You're yeah, like, who yeah, the fuck is Austin Hooper? We pay more attention to it. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. But if I were to say, like, you know, Chris Paul. 
Yana. Okay, so who who's who's the least known person? Middleton, maybe. Let, let me put it this way: when you're comparing the NFL to the NBA on this regard, there's less players on an all-star team for the NBA than there is for the NFL. True. Yeah. So I mean, you're gonna have more All Stars or Pro Bowlers on an NFL team, and chances are there's gonna be a few you're not gonna know. Right. Yeah. NBA doesn't require that every team has a representative. Mm-hmm. And it's same gonna with be too. the best players in the league, regardless. And and also a lot of popular. it is a lot of them are people that everybody knows. Right. And maybe they're known for a reason. You know what I mean? No, they. I mean, I'm not saying but, they're not. Well, right, but like maybe that's that maybe they really are just that's who, it, like there's always going to be a snub or two, but like yes yeah. and no. I mean, you look at last year too. LeBron was still the top vote getter for the West. Yeah, fair. And, and he uh, was, yeah, he had a subpar year by any standards. But uh, yeah, it, it is popularity contest. Yeah, and I hate that. That's why I hate the whole Giannis and Team LeBron and let's pick our teams. Blah blah blah. Want to call Autumn Silver next week? Talk about it? Yes, let's go. We'll get Come a on. conference call. We'll get a conference call going. I'm, I'm sure we have some Get thoughts. that bowling, bowling pin on here, please. <laughs> also true. Um, do, some, uh, do some ads? Yeah, do some ads real quick. So real quick, let's take a second to talk about our friends over at Baseballism. And all baseball-related clothing company for baseball people. If you love baseball or even just like it, even if you don't like it, I bet you probably know someone that does like baseball. Um Go check them out at baseballism.com. While you're there shopping for all your goods, shopping for all your, sorry, Kevin distracted me. For all your goods, use our code AA Sports, our initials AA SPORTS for a 15, that's one 5% discount. We're going to throw it in with after. Yeah. We're going to throw it in after. Yeah. We're going to put it in with the yeah. deal. Uh, sorry. AA Sports, it's our initials, like I said. 15, 1, 5% discount off your first order. And if you're not ready to order just yet, make sure to follow them on other socials. They're very active on Instagram and Twitter with new releases pretty much every week, if not every other week. Uh, free shipping on orders of $100 or more. And uh, as of like today, this will be out already, but uh, as of when this is out, they have a new Fundamentals cl- fundamentals Collection releasing uh, February 18th, like I said. So by the time this is out, go check that out. It's... Uh, it's a fundamentals collection that they have coming out where it's basically just plain plain shirts. But it's they're basing it around the fundamentals of the game. So um AA Sports. It's at the end of this month. Fifteen one five percent discount off your first order. Go check them out, baseballism.com. It's America's brand. I'm gonna say before you just read the next ad, y'all suck at reading notes on radio. Don't distract me, man. Sorry, Bro, I wasn't I was aiming fine. it towards you. I was talking to the guy that's not talking at all. Yeah, and y'all still got a fucking talking to the mic. Let's talk to the dyslexic about Christ. reading. Jesus. Y'all <laughs> suck at radio and podcast. I what suck the fuck? at reading in general, my dude. Guy. I didn't say reading. Both I said my radio. Life. Anyway. Ah, anyway, moving on. So also don't forget about Unforgettables. <laughs> Unforgettables is a company specializing in baseball art. For the past 25 years, Unforgettables has been hand-painting designs that are then printed on to baseballs. With over 100 different designs, including every major league park, an Unforgettable would make an amazing gift for the baseball lover in your family. Be sure to check them out on all their socials, including Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at all at Unforgettables. Um, and also, as well, they have their own website, unforgettables.com. Uh, you've really never seen such detail on a baseball, guys. It's, it's, it's amazing work if you haven't seen it before. Love it, shop it, Unforgettables. All right. I've done it a hundred times, I know. It's just, dude, when you're, hey, come over here and you're distracting me. I'm sorry. 
You're freaking <laughs> him out, man. You're freaking him out. All right. You suck at radio. We're easily startled, dude. I'm not. This sure. isn't radio, dude. This is podcast. Same fucking thing. People are together. listening to us and not watching us for the most part. <laughs> all right. So we're going to throw all this in together because it's all just kind of collected together. Um, Astros. Got to talk about mm-hmm. it again. Well, Miles Garrett too. I know. Yeah, it's I all going to be. So what we're doing? So what we're doing is, over the course of the past couple of weeks, there have been some. Of course, there's been some controversy with the Astros, but there have been some other teams and some other individuals who have been kind of breaking some of the rules in their respective sports. And so we decided to have this segment called "The Law and Order of Sports" to truly decide and look into some of these actions yes so let's get into it <laughs> everybody's watching right now like what the fuck is happening why do they start <laughs> dancing because <laughs> they can't <laughs> they're like what's happening well, uh, we are the special law and order theme song law and order <laughs> theme song <laughs> we are the special it. victims unit <laughs> well we're all special. special. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we're all we're all special. Okay, so most of our fans, most of the world, most of the base, all of the baseball world at this point has come to the understanding that there has been some shenan- some tomfoolery amongst the Astros uh, in the past couple of seasons, including their 2017 championship run. Um, as well, there have been some other teams and some other individuals, like I said earlier, who have, have broken um, some of the rules, including Manchester City, uh, a, a football club uh, and, well, soccer club, whatever, a soccer club in England uh, in their Premier League. Um, they have been at the top of the league for quite a while now, including the UEFA Champions League, which, for those of you who don't know, is a competition amongst club teams in Europe to find who is the best club team in Europe. So, for instance, you have guys like Barcelona, Real Madrid, Man City, Inter, Juventus, PSG, and so forth. I think you need your own soccer podcast. I'm just saying, man. Man. Um, he does love to hear himself talk, so I'm sure he could do it by himself. Oh, okay, yeah. Kettle. <laughs> <laughs> Pot calling the Kettle Black. Um, so, anyway... Um, so they have been banned from the UEFA Championships League for two years, citing breaking financial rules. The UEFA board found them guilty of breaking rules, and kind of real brief, <laughs> basically the way they're paying players was found to be inappropriate for the league, and therefore they are um, being banned for the <laughs> next two brutal. years. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. That was brutal. <laughs> And we're all here on a podcast talking to ourselves. Uh, so. To each other, actually. But, yeah, okay. <laughs> you could actually just talk for a couple hours. Okay, Cattle. To a, no, I can't talk to myself. Continue, please. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Continue. Anyway. Okay. Um, yeah, anytime I talk about soccer, y'all are just like, ha, fuck this kid. <laughs> yeah, because it's usually to yourself at that point because we tune you out. Yeah, I've noticed. <laughs> I'm not like, fuck you. But, um, yeah. but anyway, so they were banned for two years because they broke financial rules, essentially. Uh, as far as UEFA is concerned. And then additionally, Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. Yeah, so let's start with the Miles Garrett one. Uh, just because I think we can go on for a long time on this Astros one. I think the oh, Miles dude. Garrett one's pretty. I would say open and close real quick for us. 
For the most part, yeah. I think, I think there's so. some controversy between Miles people, Garrett re- is reinstated by the NFL. Uh, Rudolph is still denying. Uh, who to, do you believe? Garrett even uh, uh, went on to say that I would never use this word. I heard it on the field. I've never even used any derivative of it, either the ER or the A. And uh, he said he heard it from Mason Rudolph. Who do you believe? Honestly, I believe both of them. And here's why. I don't think Mason Rudolph said it, but I do think Miles Garrett heard it. And it can be a simple mis- miscommunication, mishearing something, period. NFL's looked at uh, all the uh, the audio tapes that have come back from anybody on a mic, anybody nearby, all the refs, anybody that was nearby that had a mic that had something hot that they could listen to, they never heard the word once. I do think probably something was said, maybe not that word specifically, but something that Miles Garrett perceived to be the word. Um, I I I don't know how to feel about it. Um, only in so much as that you know, with with what his action, how he acted, what he did, a lot of it was in that like that red zone. You know what I'm saying? Like he's seeing red at this point, yeah. so like he very well may have heard something but misinterpreted it i i i don't know maybe it wasn't even mason rudolph who said it maybe it was somebody else who said it you know what I'm but saying? again none of the audio caught any word of that sort ever or on the field right. during that time right so I, I i don't know and you know i think mike tomlin did a good job in backing up his quarterback you know i think the browns did a good job in backing up their team member so i i don't even know if 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 really i think it's hearsay whether they said the word or not. Yeah. It doesn't particularly matter. Mm-mm. The fact of the matter is that you still assaulted somebody. And granted, football is a game of testosterone. Football is a game of emotion and passion. So, you know, he's already worked up. He's riled up. Whatever the case may be, he went and he attacked somebody because of all the – because of he was being pushed. You know what I'm saying? Both literally and, and metaphorically. He was being pushed. He got to that limit. And he attacked somebody. So in response to that, the NFL suspended him for six games. Well, they suspended him indefinitely. But it was toward the end of the season. Correct, so. which was in total six games for him. Um, so the NFL then just recently reinstated him. They put him back on. And there's been a little bit of controversy because some people are like, well, he wasn't punished enough. Some people are like, well, he was punished enough. I can see the argument for both sides. I don't ever remember hearing the word assault in a football game until that game. I mean, there's no other way to describe it. It was assault what with a deadly was. weapon, basically. kind of what it was. It was. You know what I'm saying? Not it's, kinda, I, it's, well, it's not kind of. Fair, but like, I, have you ever seen that happen before also? It's like if somebody did that on the street, they would go to jail. Likely, but my point is, that's kind of my point. Like it's That's never happened in football before. To my knowledge, that's never happened I've never in football seen it. before. I can say I've never seen it. Right. So I can understand where people are like, he wasn't punished enough. Because this has never happened, this is awful. This is technically a this is assault. He should be punished more. Now, on the flip side, the way they're comparing it is that's 30 games in a basketball game. Or in a basketball season that he was suspended for. That's 61 games in a baseball season. 
that he was suspended for. He missed almost half the season. Right. Yeah. That's and a potentially helped hurt his team's chances of making the playoffs. And that's money that they lost out on also at this point. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So the action is something that we can never condone, but I do think that the punishment for this is fitting. And I don't know how much Miles Garrett gets paid either. But let's assume it was he gets paid a hundred he gets paid a million dollars. Let's assume that I don't know what his salary is. Right. But I mean he missed six out of sixteen games, that's a lot. That's I a mean lot you're of- missing more than a th- a third of the season. You're mm-hmm. m- missing out and on probably about four hundred thousand dollars. And if so it's, he lost money. If it's like baseball, it doesn't get paid for at all during the off season. Right. So no, they get paid for what they play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like that. But I'm saying he, you missed, you didn't get literally almost half of your paycheck or almost half of your salary. So right. So he's he's out a lot of money. He had he did the action. He got in trouble for it, and in this unprecedented event, there was a pretty significant loss for him, both money, suspension. You know, because the goal for him is to play football to win championships. Yeah. That's the goal. And they prevented him from doing that because you broke the rules of a game almost to the point of, like, legally. Like, you broke, like, legal rules also. Like, the penal code. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, UEFA had their issues with Man City. They found out what they did. They took them away. Because, again, the whole goal of that tournament is to win a championship. Mm Mm-hmm. To be the best club, and they said because that's the goal, and you cheated to do it, we're not going to allow you to do that anymore. So I think that the 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 punishment is fairly fitting for for those two, in my opinion. What do y'all think? I'm fine with what happened with Garrett. So he missed over a third of the season. Mm-hmm. Okay, you learned your lesson. Come back next season and be better. And don't do it again. Be better. Yeah, be, be better. better. Period. Be better. Learn yeah. your lesson. And again, I think and that's his. That's a chance for him to do it because he's not a repeat offender. He's not like Vontez Perfect out there and beating everybody and and targeting them and going helmet first every play, mm-hmm. which I don't think he's ever going to come off of that exemplist. I no, think he's I gone doubt now. It. Yeah, I would. I would <clears> think so. Also, be perfect for the XFL. Now, if Garrett <laughs> did this again, over and over again, right? Then yeah, sure. Start making it a year, two mm-hmm. years, indefinite. And by all accounts. From everybody, like everything everybody said, he's a good dude. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like there, you never hear a bad word about him. Like there it's, are dudes that you hear that are like, eh, well, but it's something you heard just triggered him, exactly. and it happened to be that one keyword. Exactly. And whether or not it was said, he heard it. Exactly. That's how he felt. That's how he interpreted what was happening, and that's yep. how he reacted. So, so okay. So those two have their crime and their punishment. We can all agree that it's Now, I want to talk about, before we get into the Astros, because I know this is one thing that we're going to talk about. <clears throat> Back to Man City. Mm-hmm. They are being banned from the uh, Champions League for two years. Mm-hmm. But there's still other competitions that they can compete in and win some type of championship, correct? Any other kind of tournaments? Uh, They have to place. So the way it works for European tournaments a lot of times are... Not like worldwide tournaments is you have to place within a certain range in your domestic league mm-hmm. to be able to play 
in these other leagues. Okay. So he broke they broke the he, they broke the rules in that particular league. Right. So they can't compete in that particular league. But they are league. still eligible to compete in other types of championships or trophies or tournaments. I think it's just domestic. Doesn't matter. But they can still compete Correct. and there is a purpose for competing. Okay. Correct. There's a reason I brought this up because one of the things that has been brought up with the Astros situation is that they would be permanently or not permanently but like Banned from the postseason for two, three years. Okay. They have nothing else to compete for. They can't do that to a team. There's oh, no, 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 no. There's no reason <laughs> for it. Why not? Yeah, I was like, I don't see why not. Why if your not? whole goal is to then do why something, you the team at all. Do it. Just to let win. them defeat every. Why to win what? what? Why to win what a championship. You can't win a championship if you are banned from the postseason. Yeah, but you cheated to win in the first place. So if you cheated, then... But there is no purpose on fielding a team then. Well... So for I two mean, years, hey, let's just forfeit every game and we'll trade everybody off. That's kind of what you get. And build up everything. That's kind of what you get, dude. No, you can't do that, though. Because okay, because let me let me ask you. Because remember the, the remember the every article... Every purpose of the game to, is to compete. And in order, if you take a team... Uh, Ability to compete away, you're losing competition. You're losing quality of games. You're losing the integrity of the sport. And Is the integrity of the sport the, the not integrity already, of the sport's already, already been messed with? Yeah, yeah. by a lot. <laughs> I mean, but you'll make it worse. Mm, eh, I don't because think all so. the teams in the American League West would then have an undecided or undefinite uh, advantage. I over everybody else because, hey, I played the Astros. But the Astros, Astros 19... had an unfair hey, advantage hold. for the past Stop few for a years. Second. So... Stop for a second and listen to me on this okay, one. Fair enough, fair enough. All these teams in the West will be like, hey, I played the Astros 19 times this year. They're going to forfeit all those games. That's, that's 19 wins that these other teams can't get. By banning them from a postseason like that is not good for the sport because then other teams have another advantage. But what they did... Well, hold on. Let it's them, also let not good for the sport. But you also got to think of it this way, too. There are players and and front office people and coaches on that team that weren't there in 2017. You are now punishing players that had nothing to do with this. Except that they didn't speak up when they could have. The players that were picked up after that season that are on the team have a right to compete for a team that's winning. And... Or, just to compete. If you punish the team like that, you are punishing players that weren't even a part of the scheme. You can't do that. I can understand in the opinion I, I, of somebody why... I also do understand you. Does that yeah. make that makes yeah. sense, right? Okay, it, it, it I understand does. trying to... Uh, it does. I understand it. I, understand I can't agree trying, with it. Correct. I, understand, I do understand. I can't agree with it either. I'm sorry. But I do understand where you're yeah, coming I from. I understand wanting to punish the players that were involved. Okay, I understand wanting to punish the front office, the the coaches that were involved. Okay, I understand wanting to punish the organization as a whole. That's fine. But there are innocents that are on the organization now that were not there three years ago that should not be punished for something that the past has done. You do not want to be prosecuted for something your father has done, basically. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah. Do not be judged by the transgressions of your father. I do, I do understand that. But yes. be judged for who you are now. And that's what the Astros are trying to do moving forward in 2020. They were wrong in what they were di- what they did, but this is a different team than it was three years ago. You cannot punish the team that is today for what they did three years ago. Understand your point. I do. 
I get it. But like I was saying, can't necessarily agree, however. Um, Lay your case. I'll, I will. Fair enough. So. <sighs> right. Because here's the thing. In my opinion, the ultimate goal of any team who plays competitive sports at the professional level is to win a championship. If you cheat to get there, you had an unfair advantage against everybody else, right? So much to your point, it would be unfair for like the rest of the teams. You don't have to forfeit. They don't have to forfeit those games to keep playing, right? They can still play out the games, and if they beat all these teams, well, then they beat all these teams, and then maybe that team doesn't make it to the wild card or the spot or whatever the case is, right? But the thing is, they had an unfair advantage already, it's not necessarily an unfair advantage to the other guys. They still have to play and win games to win that spot. Would you agree? Uh, yes. So, if it's unfair for one team to have an unfair advantage, why why do you not get the reciprocity of having another team that has the advantage? So, and then even so, moving on more so, and I can understand the whole point of you know you are not you're punishing players who who weren't there at the time who got picked up afterwards. Yada yada yada. That's kind of out of their hands, though. And that was kind of my thought. It's not. It's not their fault. I agree. But gonna, if you look at, I'm not going to argue your point, but I want to see what. Then what would you do to the players that were on that team I don't, that are I no honestly, longer on that team? A la Marwin Gonzalez, Will Harris, who was just assigned by the Nationals, Charlie Morton, and other players that were on the team at that time, but are no longer on the Astros. I would probably still give them a ban myself. Maybe if they're playing for the team or we're in, let me phrase that. Then you're banning those players, but not the ones that are currently or on the Astros. severe suspension. Not severe suspension, a severe fine. Severe like fine, maybe. A lot of money. Right. Maybe even that so much. Or just a game suspension, kind of an ordeal, as opposed to no, a, a postseason suspension. If you were directly involved, then I think there should be a suspension. And again, I understand it's not the other guy's fault, but the team that you played for. Then I'm going to tell you why this can't work. Is because of the <laughs> players. Don't get to finish. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, go no, ahead. Go, no, 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 finish. I want to hear your point. I want to hear your point. <laughs> go, go, go. You can't suspend all of the players that were involved in this because there is no telling which players were and oh, I'm were sure not you involved. Can find that out. Unless, I mean, they already found out what they did because they gave immunity to these players. If they had not given immunity to these players, they wouldn't have spoken out as well as they had. They would not have gotten down to the entire story of what has happened in the 2017 season. You just wouldn't have. Because they were given immunity, it was because is how they were able to get them to speak so freely. If you were to suspend every player that was involved in the 2017 Astros, period, regardless of whether or not they actually did the scheme, again, you're having a team that's going to forfeit all those games because you don't have enough players on the Astros to be able to field a team if you suspend them for 10 games, 20 games, they're going to have to forfeit those 20 games. Again, you're you're throwing away competition. Then. But they were cheating in the first place, so the competition was inherently unfair. And so, unfortunately for you, if you had not cheated, you wouldn't have this issue. If the competition hadn't already been taken advantage of in the first place, you wouldn't have to have this issue. It's kind of like, it's like a balance. You can't go from we have an unfair advantage to we have zero advantage. In my opinion, there should be a deficit to balance out the the, the advantage that you had in the first place. 
I don't think what Rob Manfred did made it balanced in my head. No. I think that it was lenient, but understandably so. It's kind of an unprecedented event. I think... Um, one thing I think the reason it should be worse in the first place is because, like, the year before they instilled this whole, like, don't do this thing, and then they did it anyway. Um, you know, with the, whole, with, the, with the video camera in particular. My biggest thing is there's no balance in what you did. There's no give back. Yeah. What's done is done. And then there was even that poll that we talked about there's a while back. There's virtually no punishment except for the suspension and, and now firings of A.J. Hinch and Jeff Luna. Right. The, they needed to get the investigation done, so they told the players... You'll get out scot-free. Just tell me what you know. Right. As far as the organization, they did cripple them as far as their draft prospects. I get that, in Kevin, but that's still a I punishment get it, toward the organization. But nothing st- happened to the players, dude. I know. I agree. I, and I, I do agree with that. And it, but it's tough. It is tough, though. It is tough to hurt like, if you don't have any information. You can't do anything about it. So yeah, that's kind of like the double-edged sword of it. Like right. You like he said, you can't really find out who exactly was involved. Rob Manfred actually had an interview with ESPN, and that was one thing that he stated was that it would the reason he gave immunity to the players was because it would have been worse for the league and worse for the sport if they had not if they had retained all of their power to be able to spend and find these players and then get no information back and have no results for this investigation. If they had come out of this saying that we can't do anything because we have no information corroborating any of these allegations that they get off scot-free, it would have been worse for the sport. So he had to do what he had to do to protect the sport. And I almost would have respected it more if he had gone with the whole I have the ability to still do these things. Because right now, it's like... Because remember that poll that we talked about the other day? The anonymous poll. They asked all the GMs, would you cheat to win a championship even if you were going to get caught what did a majority of them say yes yes now if i said you're going to cheat you're going to get caught and then you can't do that anymore you can't even compete anymore what do you think their answer would be i still think yes i don't think it would be yes anymore the team or that individual the 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 gm whoever they were asking okay maybe not that individual then they might still say it because then they get that name that they they have a championship. But with the way baseball works, that know. is so tainted, though. Yeah. There is an asterisk next to that fucking 2017 already, and if you cheated and got consistently banned There's for it... There's an invisible asterisk, but okay. Yes. <laughs> There's an invisible Dude. asterisk on the Reds' 1919 championship. There's an invisible asterisk next to Barry Bonds' record numbers. And we all know it exists. Exactly. So it, it's. I mean, that's baseball for you. But that's, I mean, I know. You understand what I'm saying? I just don't think it was balanced. I don't think there's balance anymore. Yeah. That's my biggest problem with major leagues right now. They went, oh, don't do that. You know, we're going to do some things. But, like, I don't think this is going to stop anybody from doing anything. I don't think this changed or fixed anything. And that's kind of my problem of why, of when I texted y'all earlier in the week and what I wanted to bring up. So I want to bring up a few of these comments. So, the Astros are obviously f- facing like major backlash around the league. Like, guys just aren't happy with them. Cody Bellinger said apologies were weak. And by the way, if you saw the Astros press conference, it was just the press conference was very weak. The it, yeah, <laughs> the talking in the clubhouse Altuve afterwards was a little better. Altuve and Bregman said literally combined less than a minute and a half of it words. Was, it was yeah, it was thirty four. It was about seventy seconds total. Yeah, of 
I was Clip. not impressed. Mm-hmm. Dude, no. it also didn't sound sincere. Dude, at all. At I was all. actually watching MLB Network during all that, and Dusty Baker they, sounded more sincere than they. Than cr- and he just got the job. It like, was. Uh, they ripped the Astros. It was uh, Harold Reynolds and uh, crap. I can't think of his name, but uh, he was always. He's always been an announcer for MLB Network and for ESPN. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember his name either. But, but uh, they were talking about it, and they said they absolutely destroyed. Any chance of this going away because they did nothing, no, nothing to bury it. Yeah, uh, Coley Bellinger said apologies were weak and that Altuve stole the MVP from Judge in seventeen. Mike yeah. Trout, that came, one I'm not sure about. Yeah, but Mike I get, Trout, I get the sentiment. Yeah. Mike Trout today came out because uh, training camp officially opened. Spring training officially opened for all teams. Yay! T- today, baseball is back. Thank God. Um, <laughs> this is what we have to talk about. <laughs> Well, this is what everybody's talking about. Even yeah. in the tr- spring camps, they're talking about it. I know. Mike Trout said it's tough, and he said it's tough a lot because he it sounded like he didn't know what else to say. Uh, but he said, "I don't agree with the punishments. Players not getting not getting off or not getting anything basically." And uh, he said, "If I knew what was coming, it would be pretty fun for me up there." Carlos Correa has been the only out, has been the only Astro that's come out and strongly defended his team and his self. What it really. Uh, defended uh, Tuve, Tony Kemp, and Josh Reddick by saying they never used the trash cans. He did also say that somebody tried to to use the trash can with Altuve up at plate once during the regular season, and Altuve absolutely ripped them in the dugout, saying he did not want to be a part of it. Um, then, and then, hold on, hold on. <laughs> also, we'll get said, to your buzzers in a second. Also, it's not even the buzzards; it's just the fucking integrity. Yeah, no, I say something. Also. Said the 2007 World Series was played cleanly and won cleanly. Team used multiple signs because, and this is in an interview with Kevin Rosenthal. You can go watch it on MLB Network on YouTube. Um, team used multiple signs because the games were just too important. You couldn't use the same signs you were, you know, relying on all season. Um, so I just a couple of points I wanted to bring up. One one big point that has just been bothering me. I've been hearing on uh, radio and just kind of in general. People saying this has been happening, sign stealing has kind of just kind of, you know, been happening, just the Astros got caught, and it's not a big deal. <sighs> to me... I don't agree with that at to all. To me, this is a pretty fucking big deal, dude. Yeah. I mean, you can't... No. You can't say this is not a big deal. They're me- like, cause he just said, they're messing with the integrity of the game. That is not right. And for me, it's about the message that you're sending to kids that watch these guys, to little leaguers. Two, by the way, two little leagues in California have already banned the use of the name Astros for their teams. That's how serious this is. You may laugh at that, but that's what it's come to. So to say that this is not a big deal really, really bothers me. I wouldn't put that as in the serious category because of that, but okay. <laughs> I mean, Kev, still, you know what I mean? This is top. It's, it's about sending the message to the kids. Like, excuse me yeah, for, I, I, I for wanting to that. raise my kids, my future kids that I hope play baseball or softball. Play the game the right way. If you know something's wrong, say something. Like, like, you, like you, say something. I had a college coach one time say, hey, if you see something going on that you know shouldn't be happening... Say something. It's probably wrong. And you can ask any MLB analyst out there, anybody, any MLB in, insider that know these guys, know all the 
ins and outs of the clubhouse, they're not going to tell on each other. They're not because they're it's, not. It, it, I mean, it's a tight family. They know each other better than they know their own families because they spend more time with time, them yeah. more than their own families for the most part. They are brothers. They will do everything they can to protect themselves. What Mike Fires did, it's going to cost him. Not necessarily like with the league or fine or anything like that, yeah. but it's going to cost him trust within his own clubhouse. And I that's the biggest thing right here, That and the biggest reason why you never really heard about this before now is because the baseball community, and probably any sport, period, the community within that locker room, like we talked about, the locker room mm-hmm. being a sanctuary. Right. I mean, it's Think about as that. tight as it can be. We probably wouldn't have found this out. If Mike Fires doesn't say anything. Right. Right. Well, one of my bigger issues even then is that multiple people did say things to other teams and to other people. They even mentioned it to the MLB, and they did nothing about it. Rob Manfred did say that. that yeah. They get, they get accusations or whatever you want to call it, you know, regularly. And they, But it's nothing to look into for them. Or right. I'm paraphrasing. I don't know, but but that doesn't make sense to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, like granted, some you know, you're the, getting, I'm sure the FBI gets millions and millions of fucking you know deals every day, and so they only look into these more credible ones. But like, if you're getting how reports, many times? Yeah. you know what I mean. That they say this, and then they went, "Oh, it's fine." Like if it's coming oh, up it's on fine. a regular basis, why would you not look into it? Right? How is it like not something that they need to? look into. You know and what I mean? The problem with that is we just don't know all the details behind all that either. Right. So like how many came in, what individuals were the ones saying it? Was mm-hmm. it an actual like head of an organization coming out and saying that? Or was it just a a third party or like a backup reliever that's going in and out of the minors? Like was it Mike Bolsinger? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's fucking trying to sue the Astros now because his last outing was against them in two thousand seventeen and now he's out of baseball. Right. Okay, you had a shit career before. That one game didn't make you a shit pitcher. Well, but it, it knocked may, him out. It, of the it may have been the last straw. Right. But I mean, you were already had a shit career. You have no, you have no right to. Mm-mm. No. I can understand why he's doing that. I don't necessarily think he's going to win, but I get it. Yeah. To me, it just that it, that just bothered me. It just rubbed me the wrong way. That you know, you can't call this not a big deal. Right. You just it can't. is a big deal. It, just, it is. You can't. Like, and it sounds ridiculous. What we were talking about beforehand, the fact that Michael Trout, yes. arguably the greatest baseball player right now, said something about it. He made his opinion heard. That says something. I thought it was awesome. That, that the said- fact they spoke up on this period, but just the fact that he spoke in yeah. general. The guy yeah. has words. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. You'd be- I thought it was awesome that he said, you know, if I, he said, if I knew what was coming, I'd, I'd had fun up there. Right. You know, best hitter in the game right now. And that's what I think. Like, like the thing I think that's most irritating. The thing that I have, like, one of the things I have the biggest problem with is. For every at-bat, for every defensive outing, for every everything that happened to an opposing player, like, none of that shit really mattered anymore to some degree. Like, you took the game away from other players to some degree because of what they did. Now, granted, it still all matters. You still have to win. They had to, every road game that they had to win. They had all these things they still had to do. Perfect, but like and you know the kind of pitch, but you don't know the location. Right. You don't and know the speed. You don't know. 
mean, but like you still got to hit the damn ball. Right, but still, yeah, it like, makes it easier. But you, you still got to hit it. You have a major advantage though you, you, if you I'm know not, what's coming. I know. I'm not, I'm not saying they and didn't have an Michael advantage. Michael Trout said that. I'm right. not saying I mean, they didn't have an advantage, but you still got to hit the right. damn ball. You still got to do the thing. But yeah, I just I feel like you took away a lot of the game for other people, which makes it worse. Like, right. Like, yeah, you did the thing. You still had to hit. You still had to do X, Y, and Z. But, like, what about teams that didn't directly affect you? A game that you didn't play in, right? Let's say you won four games, hypothetically speaking. You won four games because, you know, you 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 banged the trash can. You did the thing. You knew it was coming. You won four games. But then, like, the A's only won three games. But they didn't play against the Astros at that time. The four games that the Astros won were against, like, the Blue Jays or some other team who can suck ass. Or, you know what I'm saying? Because fuck the Blue Jays. And the, but the A's played against, you know, like, the Dodgers or the, the, the some, you know, the fucking Yankees or the Red Sox. And they won three of their four games. But the Astros won four of their four games. But they cheated to get there. So it doesn't necessarily directly affect them. But had it been more fair... Maybe they would have gotten in. Maybe something would have happened that would have been a little bit different. Like, they took it away from other players, other teams. Maybe you could look at the end of schedules and be like, oh, the Astros played the Marlins four games, and then the A's played the But it Yankees doesn't matter, my guy. Four games. And it that. does not matter, my guy. It's – all of it's tainted. It is. It just it And hurts. it is bad. It, 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 it is a big deal. And, and it's it, not the fact that it's signed stealing. It's the fact that they used electronics to do it. Illegally, right? Sign stealing is going to happen. It's always going to happen. There's nothing you can do about that. But the way you did it made it bad, right? It made it illegal. Well, yeah, made it illegal, but uh, um, made it wrong. It tainted <laughs> the integrity. Yeah. So. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's just that's tough. It's it sucks, dude. It's sad for the game. Tough. Well. On the bright side, though, because they are not being suspended from the playoffs, and odds are with the team that they do have, they will make it to the playoffs. Yep. The MLB has been announcing that they very well may change some of the playoff. Yes, they now, have. None of this would actually be able to go into effect till 2022 when Correct. the new CBA is voted upon at the end of the 2021 season. Yes. But the proposal out there right now is that you keep your three divisions, that you'd have seven playoff teams in each in each league. So you have your three division winners and four wild cards. The proposal out there is that the final game of the season, or after the final game of the season on Sunday night, that the team with the best overall record would announce which team they want to play. I'm sorry, I'll rephrase that. The team with the second best record in the in the league would announce which team they want to play. The team with the best overall record would get a first-round bye. The second overall best record gets the pick between the 5th, 6th, and 7th seeds on which opponent they want to face and play a three-game series all hosted by that number two seed. Then the number three seed would get to decide of the two remaining teams which one that they would be want to play and host a three-game series at their home. And then the top wild-card spot would get to pick, or would get the remainder te- remaining team and host the last three, uh, the other three games. 
and that would be your wild card round. And then you go into the divisional round and play it as normal. A five-game series with the home field advantage going to the team with the better record and playing three of those at home, two on the road. Championship series would be the same. World Series would be the same. No. No. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. No. Yes, but not now. Fair enough. I mean... I think you need to expand the league to 32 teams first, mm -hmm. and you need four divisions. I would agree with that. Okay. I would expand it and go to four. You need to expand, go to four divisions, and you have four division winners that get to host or have that buy. Because you, if you don't win your division, you can still get a, a home field advantage. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't either. I like. I think I, I, the I'm majority gonna... of your teams have to win their division. I yeah. think is how it should be. Yeah. Period. I like the idea of just the of just the wild card, like not in the new playoff. I just the way it is now. The one and done. Yeah. I know why they're doing that to get rid of the one and done because. Anything can happen in one game. But that's scenario. the beauty of it. I know. It, it, it is fun. That's the. There's nothing. Literally, leave it alone. There's nothing wrong with it. But well, I kind of like what they're doing with the three game. They're kind of going the College World Series route on that. Sorry. Because, right. I mean, for example, you look at it. Remember when the Rockies beat the Cubs in the wild card? Co- the, Cubs were clearly the better team. Yeah, no question about it. And they would have made a much more interesting series against the Brewers. You know what I'm saying? The, the Rockies got swept, right? Then they get swept. They got swept by the Brewers that year. I believe so, or something. Or maybe close won to that. like one game or something like that. But I mean, it was. But here's it was another not even close. scenario too. Brewers almost won that game last year against the Nets mm-hmm. in the wild card. Right. That and was your Nets. eventual World Series champion, and right. almost got knocked out in the in the in one game scenario. Right. So in both directions, I can see why they would want to get rid of it. Either because the worst team wins or the better team loses. You know what I mean? And chances does are the you're worst team ha- really win though. Or does the Rockies won and they're awful? They got swept by the Brewers. Okay, what would have been a better series, Brewers and Cubs or Brewers and Rockies? Brewers right, and exactly. Yeah. And much to his point, the Nats almost lost in the wild card and then went on to win the World Series. If it wasn't for that eight, eighth inning rally, exactly on an error. They would have lost that game and not won the World Series last exactly. year. Exactly. And it could have been the Astros that we're talking about as the World Series champions in a cheating scandal. <laughs> right. That, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> not, let that sink in uh, for a second. Holy shit. That shit hurted. <laughs> oh, that hurt. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I still say no. Leave it alone. I like expanding it. Yeah. If you're like, going to expand the league, the sure. Four, Go ahead. Get the 32, get the four. Get it to a yeah. cleaner, rounder number. Get it to where it makes sense. But, yeah, the, I, my thing is I don't like the whole picking idea. Yeah. You shouldn't be able to pick your opponent. That's what I'm saying. They're like, just no trying other to, deal do you pick your opponent. Literally no other sport. They're yeah. just trying to get an intrigue for it. And it's, I mean, most likely you're going to get that two pick in the seven, three pick right. in the six, and the four ended up with the five. Right. I mean, that's how it's probably going to end up unless you know your team – Stacks up better against a certain team, right? Or maybe just for fun. Hey, I know this team's my division rival. I know them. Let's go play them. Right? Yeah, me. I think that I causes mean, a lot of issues. It's interesting. It's not that interesting, but it's interesting. Right? Is it though? <laughs> kind of. 
It is. It's interesting thought because I mean, you I'm, can ha- potentially have. Uh, if we get to the four divisions, you could have potentially three division winners against three wild cards and all of them from the same division. Mm-hmm. That would be kind of interesting. That, yeah, that'd be cool. I don't know. Leave, I, it, leave it alone. I, work on yeah. it, but don't do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> work Thank on you. it, but whatever that was. Thank you. The yeah. picking part of it, I don't. Yeah, right. I don't necessarily like, but I think it's an interesting it's an okay idea. Direction, keep working on it. I think it's an interesting idea. I do think they need to expand it. It is the right now the playoffs for the MLB is the most exclusive club out there. Right. You have one third of your teams make it to the playoffs. Right. And one of them gets knocked out after and one game. You also usually don't have losing record teams, which no. I love. Which, if this actually went through, mm-hmm. there would have been two teams that were had a losing record last year that would have made the playoffs. Right. See, I don't like that. I don't like that a losing record team can be in the playoffs, which is one of my biggest issue with the NFL playoffs. Like you can it's have, harder for that to happen in NFL, but it happens quite often right. in the NBA. Yeah, also true. Yeah, especially the but six, seven, Because you look at it with the NBA, like there's 30 teams. You have eight in each league mm-hmm. making it. That's 16 teams. You have over half of your teams making it to the playoffs. Right. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's rough. That's rough. I don't know. Like but, I said, fix it, but don't do that. Exactly. Thank you. Did I send you a screenshot of the new rules? I thought I did. Um, I shot the screen. No, the new rules? No, never mind. I was thinking the playoffs. The actual new new rules. Uh, Off the top of my head, I know the new rules going into the next season. Please explain for the crowd, Kevin. So the active roster used to always be 25. This year it is being expanded to 26. No team can carry more than 13 pitchers on their squad at one time. What it used to be is uh, teams would have to decide whether or not they want to carry an extra person on the bench or carry that 13th pitcher by having eight in eight in their bullpen. Most of the teams went that route. Some person had that extra player on the bench, depending on their roster situation. Now the teams are expanded to 26. Right. The only difference is if there's, like, overseas situation or doubleheader situation where those rosters can expand to 27, and then you can have a 14th pitcher. Those are far and few between. So you won't see those very often. But for the most part, it is always 26. Now, the interesting part about all of this with the roster expansion is when rosters expand in September. You no longer are able to carry 40 up to your entire 40-man roster, which you have elected. Uh, for anybody that doesn't know the rules, that you have 40 players that you can pull from to be on your major league roster from both major league and AAA. Anybody on that 40-man roster can go up and down between the major leagues and AAA. Or AA, whichever they have them assigned to. In September, you used to be able to, you could bring up all of them if you want. Now the max is, I believe, 28. Okay. And at that point, you can expand your pitchers to 14. Again, right. 14. I'm not mad at that. Oh, aren't they also doing away, they have the whole three better minimum deal. Right. And yes. I, I hadn't gotten to that rule yet, but yeah. So I the next make sure I'm not crazy. No, no, you're no, right. You're not crazy. So the next They're crazy. So that was one rule. The next rule that they is the three better minimum. Mm-hmm. And what they're trying to do there is basically get rid of these lefty specialists. Okay, I'm going to call in this left-handed pitcher to face this left-handed batter. They face excuse me, they face each other. Okay, I'm going to bring in a now a righty to face the righty. And what that does is slow down the game. The biggest issue right there is they're trying to keep the pace of play up. 
They're trying to keep these games under three hours. And I, Okay, that's one way to do it if you want to do it. So the rule is it's minimum three batters or end of the half inning. Got it. You're handcuffing the managers, though. Are you, though? I was like, I don't think quite as much. Now they have to be a little bit more... They have to have a different kind of strategy. Yeah, a different yeah. strategy to it. Right. It's not that they're taking away strategy. They're just changing how they do it. I don't like the rule myself. I get it. I understand. Like you said, like if that's how you want to do it, like that's how you're going to do okay it. I'm okay with it because you know what? It it really slows down the game if you don't. Because they come in, throw one pitch, get a ground ball out, done. Right. And then you're waiting another five minutes for this other pitcher to warm up. Yeah. But it is but ten it, minutes for one pitch. Come on. But it, you, sh- in my opinion, however you want to use your guys to win a game is however you want to use your guys to win a game. Yes. Like. And yes. I, I know that there are rules that kind of you know dictate how you use your guys. I just think this one is a little. There's other rules out there that dictate you can't use somebody for something else. Like in right. football, you can't have a lineman downfield. But that's right. what pitchers are for, dude. Like, yeah, that's that's kind of their only job. Exactly. Like, so, you literally, your pitcher. Then get the guy out. I'm gonna throw the same argument at you about free throws. Make the damn three throw. You know. If you don't like Hackashack, okay, make the damn free throws. Same here. You don't like that they switch in and out? Okay, fine. Get the guys out. You can't do it? Yeah, Maybe you shouldn't be in the league. But that's not the only thing he's good for. He if can you do can't, other things. If you can't get righties out as much as you can get lefties out, maybe you shouldn't be in the league anyway. Mm. See, I can't agree with that, though. Yeah. It, to me, that's not the same thing. Yeah. It's because. It, Basketball players, you have to play both ways. Pitchers Not literally have one job. In the majors, you have one job. But I'm saying, like, you don't. Ha- if you can't make a free throw, if you can't make a shot, but you can go up there and dunk it. You, st- I mean, if you, if they're forcing you to make a shot and you can't make the okay. shot, by but by your example, just right there, check it okay. out. So Shaq is a Hall of Famer, correct? Yes, because he can do what. Dunk. Okay, not because he can do what? Okay. Okay, so a pitcher should be able to pitch to only lefties and be successful and not have to do anything else. Shaq was good at one thing and not at the rest, but they don't make him just shoot free throws or just dunk. You see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying, but we I know we've had this argument about like hack Shaq and things like that, and it's the strategy. That's why I don't it. like it, because that's their job. Like if that's what I'm good at, then that's what I'm good exactly. at. Exactly. That's why you're getting paid to do what you do. Like, and you're you want to handcuff managers now and yeah. speed up the game. Like if that makes me think like a DH is if the only thing you're good at is batting. Like, should you have to do more at exactly. that point? Like, I think so. I don't like the DH. I agree. But I agree. But what I'm saying is like, well, if you're making it do that for the the pitchers, why aren't you also doing that for other players who do something very similar? You see what I'm saying? I see what you're like saying. it's kind of unfair for the pitching staff, not so much the manager, because that doesn't really—he just changes the way he uses the well, game. Yeah, whatever but, I mean, but like, but the individual player, I'm like, eh, that's not your fault. That's, that's not why, your fault. Exactly. Yeah, it's more of like that's what you're there for. I get I, it. I understand it. Like, I like I'm the rule like because him. I think just switching pitchers in and you out like that. You want to speed up the game? Sure. It pulls uh, out the energy. It does. It really pulls out the energy of the game. Of strategy, that's though. part of it, dude. Like yeah. that's what you go to. That's yeah. You know what you're. That's watching. what a timeout right? is. Literally, timeouts like, in basketball are for that very thing. Oh fuck, these guys are on the run. No, no, no. Call timeout. Make them sit on the bench. Baseball has that. It's called a 
mound visit. Yeah, so I mean, last two minutes of a basketball game. That's what it is. Game. It's a timeout right. every you know other like couple it's a timeout. Like I I I don't like this rule. I don't either. I don't the know. other one is like fine. It. I don't mind the other one so much. I don't care about the other ones. This um, one is dumb for me. I don't. But but anyway, uh, there was another one. I can't think of it now off the top of my head. Did you yeah. find it or no? No. I was trying to find my shortstop list. Exactly. Me too. <laughs> I can't. I apparently didn't save it or something. I kind of generally know. I don't remember who in order I put. I know who I put on there, but I can't remember in what order I put them. Who wants to go first? You want me to go first? Hold on, hold on. I'm finding the other rule right here. Uh, okay, so three batter minimum we just mentioned. Roster mm-hmm. limits, uh, twenty five, twenty six. Because this also isn't little league. And it is twenty eight in September with what? a max of fourteen pitchers. This also isn't little league. Uh, two way player designation. What do you mean? In Little League, you had to pitch for three. You had to make sure everybody participated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> two-way player designation, which is brand new this year. A two-way player, someone who both hits and pitches, is now an official designation. That lets them stay on his roster as a position pay- player and pitch in games without continuing toward the team's 13-pitch, 13 13-pitcher 13 pitch, pitcher limit. Does that make sense? What is that in response to? Shohei Otani. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay. One more time? Sorry, I was not paying attention. <laughs> a Damn. two-way I'm being player. honest, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> now you know how I feel when I talk about soccer. <laughs> a two-way player, someone who both hits and pitches, is now an official designation. That lets them stay on the roster as a position player and pitching games without counting toward against their team's 13-pitcher limit. Okay. So we remember on the roster designation when they have 26 players, they can only have 13 pitchers total. Remember I mentioned that? Yeah. Okay. They can have a two-way player who can also pitch, but it doesn't count against their pitcher total. Okay. So, like, you can have 13 extra guys and then also another dude. If you gotcha. des- Because yeah. he bats. Yeah. Gotcha. If you designate someone a two-way player, they have to stay that way through the end of the year. This is for players like Shohei Itani. And Red's Michael Lorenzen, who appears as a reliever and also plays the outfield. True two-way huh. players essentially hadn't been seen in the major leagues since Babe Ruth. Right. Um, to qualify outfield. as a two-way player uh, in either the current MLB season or the previous one, they have to pitch at least 20 innings in the majors and start at least 20 games as a position player or DH where they bat three or more times. Okay. If you don't, you lose that designation the next year? Yes. And then you can't be eligible for designation that next year? Yes. So you have to pick one after that? Basically. Now, there is one caveat. For this coming season, in 2020 only, they are taking into account the fact of if you pitch or hit the last two years Mm -hmm. versus just the last year. Got it. Okay. And the only reason they're doing that is because Otani didn't pitch at any be- and at all because injured. he had the Tommy John. Tommy John. Yeah. Fair enough. Now, I'm wondering how that's going to go going forward if somebody like that has to have Tommy John. Tommy John, but he's still able to maybe bat like Otani right. did this last year. Or injury, just any injury in general that prevents them from doing something. You know what I mean? Right. So it's going to be interesting how that moves forward. I'm, I'm kind of curious about that. I'm not mad at it, but... Confusing. Well, no. I'm just more like... I want to see how it plays out, I guess. I feel like there's a lot of variables in there that they... That maybe either weren't taken into account or... Overlooked. 
they didn't think yeah like i i, I, don't, I don't know that's gonna be interesting i'm curious to see how that plays out i'm not mad at the idea though so kind of piggybacking off that same rule position players pitching position players are allowed to pitch only if a game goes to extra innings or if the team is winning or losing by more than six runs Wait, say that again? I'm sorry. Position players cannot pitch unless the team is going into extra innings mm-hmm. or their team is winning or losing by at least six runs. That I'm not to try to at. stop that random I'm not dudes. Because, I mean, that's, where I mean that's what happens anyway. Yeah. That's what happens anyway. Yeah. But now it's an official rule. Okay, uh, well, what happens if you run out of pitchers? You just have to use the last. Let's say you're in a. If a, you run out of pitchers, you're in extra innings, so it doesn't matter. Well. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's a single team that'll go through more than 13 pitchers in a nine-inning game. Right. Likely not. <laughs> <laughs> and that's including all of your other starters, too. Right. What? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Likely not, no. I mean, uh, I wouldn't put anything past the, the Rangers, The 27th though, man, fuck. which I already mentioned... Uh, what used to be the 26th man is now 27 man thanks to new 26 rush saves. Uh, teams used <laughs> to be able to call up an extra player in special circumstances, mainly for a double header. <laughs> what are you dying about? <laughs> I'm sorry. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> what? It was your reaction. It was your, the way your face looked. Oh. <laughs> Pitchers are injured list and option periods. This is also changed. Pitchers and two-way players are are returning on a 15-day injured list. So you know how they they lowered it to where minimum can be yeah. 10 days. Yeah, yeah. Pitchers can ha- have to be 15 now. Okay. Position players can still be 10. Two-way players are also required to be 15 days. So you get like okay. a good two three weeks off. Right. Basically three starts if you're a starter. Right. Yeah. Uh. Da-da-da-da. Pitchers who are optioned to the minor leagues now have to remain there for 15 days rather than 10. Fair enough. Position players are still 10. Uh, challenge, and this is the last rule, I promise. I know I'm probably getting boring a lot of y'all out there. Challenge time. Managers used to have 30 seconds to challenge a play. Now it's 20. That's dumb. Eh. That's speeding up. You're trying to speed up the game. That's what you're doing. That's what they're doing, and it's not really going to be enforced because I don't think 30 seconds was ever enforced. I was about to say, I'm not even sure, A, 30 seconds was enforced, but B, like, also, if you're going to make the call, make the call on some level. Like, don't beat around the bush. You know what I mean? I feel like they do, though. I feel like most of the time you get to the point. But then, that, then lowering the limit shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, still. If you just do the thing, then whatever. These rules, though, just trying to speed up the game just rub me the wrong way. Just That's just me. I mean, I understand. I do. But, like, fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, well, whatever. Top short stops. Let's do it, boys. All right. Who wants to go first? I'll go. Um. Do I have to do it in order? No, because I've lost my in order list. We're doing three or five. There's five, right? Five. five. I'm going to go Francisco Lindor. Carlos Correa, despite what he's facing. Despite all the... Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Xander, Borg- Xander Borgart. So that's three, right? Ozzy Albies and uh, Elvis Andrews. 
Yes, I said Alvis Andrews. We can all be wrong about stuff. Yeah. Say <laughs> those again. It was Francisco Lindor. Lindor. Carlos Correa. Correa. Um, Xander Borgarts. Borgarts. Ozzy Albies. Albies. Elvis Andrews. Andrews. Albies, you have his third shortstop. Okay. Well, no, no order. No, I'm saying I you have them as a, as a shortstop. I thought, I thought, I thought he was more base. second base. Oh, okay. Well, well, that's fine. I mean, you lot, yeah. I think y'all put because I put Baez Baez as second baseman, and I think yeah. he qualifies for for shortstop. But whatever. So for me, I had uh, Story, Lindor, uh, Bogarts, um, Segura, and uh, uh, Correa, with a couple of honorable mentions of Tim Anderson, um, and then Trey Turner. Yeah, I think Trey Turner did, should be up there as well. It's just yeah. I'm kind of going back and forth. Mine will be more in order. Um, I would put... <laughs> Look at this guy. I know, right? <laughs> Probably Lindor, number one. Um, the fact that he's a switch hitter kind of puts him <laughs> over the top for me. You giving up? <laughs> uh, Javi Baez would be number two for me. Probably followed by Trevor Story. Uh, it's story time, boys. Then Glaber Torres, then Carlos Correa. Story time with Alex. Yeah, Torrey that's Stein. my five. That's a good one, though. I didn't think about Torres. Yeah. Yeah, because he was mostly a second baseman, but he's going to be the everyday shortstop now moving forward. Right. That's probably why I didn't think about it, because he played two a lot. Now that uh, Didi's gone, so. Right. Right on. All right, boys. Baseball is back. Thank the good Lord. It's going to be an interesting season. Very interesting season for obvious reasons. Favorite thing of the week. I'll go first. UTSA Baseball opened up this, opened up their series uh, sweeping Quinnipiac, Quinnipiac. If that's how you say it, I'm sorry. Uh, Quinnipiac University uh, 3-0 this past weekend, and now they're going up to UT to play the Longhorns this Tuesday. Go Birds. Where small schools go to die. Dish Falk Field. <laughs> Horns. Uh, baseball's back for me. I mean, I mean that's where I was going. Yeah, easy. It's peasy. baseball's back, it's man. Baseball's, baseball's back. Is back. I'm so happy. <sighs> I'm just so <laughs> scared about so much of my time. I know it's ridiculous, but like I can just put a game on in the background and just have it there. Yeah. What I mean? actually like about spring training is a lot of games are during the day, mm-hmm. and when I'm at work and I'm doing my right. stuff, just I'll like, just have boop. the game on right here in my right. ears, and I'll just do what yep. I got to do while I'm listening to a game. Exactly. It's fucking beautiful. Love it. Love everything about it. And fantasy baseball coming <laughs> back too. Yeah, fun with that. I don't have time. Oh, come on! I'm not playing fantasy. Uh, baseball. We gotta do fantasy baseball. I'm not playing. <laughs> you fantasy. can lead that charge. We're gonna get one person to sign up. You <laughs> barely got me to play fantasy football. I'm not doing baseball. Yeah. We're doing fantasy well. football again at least. I did well. I did well, but I'm not. No, I'm not doing fantasy. Baseball. I mean, the three of us were top four, so we got to do fantasy football again next year, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm down for, for doing sure. it again next year. Yeah. I even had more. Don't people. join me in baseball, but I'm doing baseball. Fuck y'all. I just don't have the time. That one takes a lot more work yeah. than fantasy football How often does. do you have to reset your lineups? Every day. Yeah. Every day? Yeah, that's what I figured. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Yeah. I, I don't have time for I that. I just don't have the time Part, for that. A one. lot of it's easy, though. Like, during the week when a lot of teams are off, you just put the players that are playing have teams in. that are playing, and you don't even need to touch to the rest of the day. Right. Yeah, it's the weekend that you kind of got to look at is because everybody's playing on the weekend. Right. Yeah, I'm all right, though. Yeah, that one's tough. I ain't got the time. All right. Thank you to Baseballism. Thank you to Unforgettables. Thank you to Hanging Oak Studio. And thank you to your brother 
Don't forget to go leave us ratings and reviews on iTunes. Make sure to join our Facebook. Or Facebook. Thank you. Uh, we do have a Patreon if you feel like join it, joining us on this journey. We do have a Patreon. You can find us over there at AA Sports Show. Uh, Patreon.com. It's P-A-T-R-O. Right, no. Sorry. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Sorry. Double blacks. Sorry. It's been a long show, Kev. Don't look at me like that. I, I'm not judging. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm not yeah. judging. Yeah, you got no room to We talk. have a Patreon. We have socials. And we do have an email. I'll read it. Don't worry about it. Double A Sports Show at gmail.com. D O U B L E A S P O R T S S H O W at gmail.com. Nobody writes to us, but it's there if you want it. Whatever. <laughs> he says all sad. Sounds uh, all defeated. What the hell? Right. Nobody writes uh. to us. Nobody loves us. I mean. <laughs> love me. My mom likes our show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go, mom. <laughs> Go, mom. Anyway. Anyways. At least one of our moms does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, personal plug, by the way. Go check out my latest article on the Prospect Times. I talk a little bit about the mission's upcoming season, recap a little bit from last season, and go into some of their uh, players, all that kind of good stuff. So. Let's do a hot Let's do a, a hot take uh, on the mission's uniform. <laughs> I'm sorry. Man. Ass. It's whole ass. Good Lord, man. Bro, they're going to be wearing some taco-themed jerseys. You see it? No, I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, that was their big announcement what? the other day. Yeah, we'll, sh- we'll show you after we get done. Oh, Taco please. Taco themed jersey. Not a fan. I understand, but like poor execution. In my <laughs> Seriously, it's like three it was... quarters brown, and then there's like a weird green line that like <laughs> vaguely resembles lettuce. And there's like some red dots thrown on there because everybody likes tomatoes, I guess. I don't know. And then somebody's like, "Let's throw cheese on there," and they're like, "Okay, what kind of cheese?" And like, it doesn't matter. Just make it look like cheese, like. <laughs> they didn't do a good job. And then on top of that, they're supposed to have like a number on the back and then like shit on the. It's not good. No. It's not good. And then the hat's just a puffy taco holding a bat with terrible batting stance, by the way, which might be the biggest irritation for me. I'm like, nobody <laughs> bats like that. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's my issue. <laughs> I'm like, nobody's like, this fucking little league ass. Like, where's the T ball? It's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, go check out my article. Bad, I like say, Jeff Bagwell or what, <laughs> bro? It's worse. <laughs> That's pretty fucking it's bad. It's worse. Like <laughs> anyway, it's like there's no bend in the knees. It doesn't matter, dude. Oh, like a crick council, kind of. Like I'll, I'll show you. I'll show you. <laughs> but anyway, be good to yourself. Be good to each other. Don't drink and drive, and do not text and drive. <laughs> uh, don't wear jo- taco uh, flavored jerseys. Um, don't wear taco looking like jerseys. Just don't. Just avoid that in general. That's <laughs> how. That's how I'm signing off. That's that's it. That's What's my sign off again? It's been too long. Not <laughs> live life like in a bat. Keep swinging and take your swings and misses, but eventually you hit those home runs. Later. Peace. See ya. <laughs>